0: Thanks for checking out the Church RC podcast today. If you're new to the Church RC or want to learn more about us, you can always check us out online simply by going to thechurchrc.com. Or we'd love for you to stay connected throughout your week and everywhere you go with the Church RC app, available for free wherever you download your apps. Now here's Pastor Brian Sparks. Summer at the church. I don't know about y'all, but I love summer. Yes. Anybody else in here love summer? Uh, I enjoy, I was born in the summer, and so therefore I love summer. Uh, and and uh, come on, just by a show of hands, who loves summer here? Just lift your hands, come on. How many of you can't wait for fall? Just lift your hands. Okay. Usually it's the people that work outside that can't wait for fall. You know, I get it, man. It's hot. Uh, and so, but I love summertime and, and uh, everything seems to be a little more chill, a little more laid back. And so, uh, so that's kind of the way we are at the church. And uh, we had Pastor Jimmy uh, preach last week. Come on, if you were here for that, he did a phenomenal job. Uh, we we weren't here. Uh, my daughter was not feeling well, and so, uh, but uh, he. I listened online. Come on, I love our online. I love being able to listen on podcasts, and so I listened to uh, the podcast, and it was awesome. He did a great job, and so so proud of him. And then uh, and then next week, come on, we got Chuck King in the house, and uh, Chuck King is uh, if you've never met him, he's one of our trustees, uh, and. Uh, uh, he he's an awesome man, and uh, but he was a coach. And so, uh, you know, you just, you just hold on because he is going to challenge you, uh, to go a little bit farther, a little bit harder. He's just an awesome guy. And, and so I always, I, I'm always so encouraged listening to, uh, Chuck preach because he just kind of makes you, one of those people that make you feel like you can conquer the world. Yeah. Uh, but before I jump into this message, come on, let's give it up for all of our online community. Come on. We have people that listen all over the world so thankful for them, no matter where you're at. We're glad you're tuning in to the Church RC, and we pray that this message uh, and this church ha- impacts your world like it has ours. Amen? Uh, if you've got a Bible, turn to Mark 6. Mark 6. And we're going to read verse 45 through 51. Mark 6, 45 through 51. It says this, Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Now when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea. Come on, just touch three people around you and say, in the middle. Come on, I said three, that was two, I heard two. I said three, in the middle, come on. Summer, come on. Uh, And he was alone on the land. They were in the middle of the sea, and Jesus was alone on the land. Then he saw them straining at rowing, for the wind was against them. Now, about the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came walking to them on the sea, and would have passed them by. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost, and cried out. For they all saw him and were troubled. But immediately he talked to them and said to them, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Then he went up into the boat to them and the wind ceased and they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure and marveled, amen? If you're taking notes uh, today, I, I would ask that you title this message Somewhere in the Middle, somewhere in the middle. Lord, I just thank you right now for the word of God thank you that it's sharper than any two-edged sword. I thank you that every ear and here is open and receptive to hear your word. Lord, they didn't come to hear a word from man, they've come to hear a word from you. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd use me to speak to the hearts of your people. Let every life be changed. Let no one leave the same. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. You know, we recently, uh, Crystal and I recently sold our house here uh, in the city, and we moved out into the country. Now, I love country life. Amen. Uh, I like a little bit of space come on it 's just it 's just something about it. Uh, I got an old Ford tractor, and I get on that tractor and i 'm as happy as I can be. And it's not anything fancy and it looks pretty rough, uh, but, but I love, I just like being out in the country. It's, it's just, uh, it's been one of those things that I've wanted for a long time. And, and, uh, and so finally we were able to buy just a small amount of land, but it's nice. And, and, uh, and so I enjoy it. And you know, but one thing about living out in the country is there's a little bit of a drive. Uh, and I'm a creature of habit. So I always, like I find, I find the route to get to my house and I just drive that route. It doesn't matter where I'm at, that's the way I go all the time. Well, uh, Crystal and I were in the car and we were headed to the house. And she tells me, she says, hey, uh, if you'll take this road right here, you'll knock five minutes off the drive. Now, one thing that I love doing is making good time. Yeah, come on. Right, I like getting wherever I'm going a lot faster, if it's possible. So five minutes, I was like, yeah, Let's do it. So I take this road, and I'm cruising down this road. Now, this road is awesome. It's smooth. It's a county road, and it's smooth as it can be. I mean, I'm sitting here going, this is better than the road that I normally drive down. It had a suggested speed of 35, (laughs) but 50 felt so good, I did 60. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just cruising down this road. Like, man, this is, all, I'm asking this road, where have you been all my life? Like, I get it. This is, this is why, I mean, this is an awesome road. But somewhere in the middle, Come on. the road changed. Come on. And it went from being extremely smooth to potholes you can lose a car in. <laughs> and here's what's amazing is Crystal didn't ever tell me yeah that it got rough in the middle. She didn't say anything about it. She didn't say, hey, I just want you to know it seems smooth, everything is good, but then there's a the middle part where it gets a little bit rough, and so you might wanna slow down somewhere in the middle because it gets a little choppy. She never told me that, and here's the thing, is that it, didn't, it wasn't rough in the beginning and it wasn't rough at the end, but it was rough somewhere in the middle. And I began to think about it, and I think a lot of things in life are a lot like that road. Because beginnings are easy, right? Come on. right? I mean, everything is easy. It's beginning. Come on, it's something new. It's exciting. Come on, this is, this is awesome. This is amazing. It's a new adventure. You're, you're, you can't wait for the next day, and everything is awesome, and everything is good. That's why us pastors get you to say your vows, your marriage vows, in the beginning. Right? For richer, or for poorer, in sickness and in health, as long as you both shall live. And in that, the beginning, you're like, yes. Because he's Prince Charming. And he does nothing wrong, and he's amazing. And somewhere in the middle, he turns into Shrek. And he stinks. And what happened? She was sweet as pie in the beginning, but something soured in the middle. She got left out too long. Something happened, I don't know. Beginnings are awesome. They're exciting. You know, and the thing is, is that ends are good too because everything is good at the end because you can see the finish line. You know that you're, you've got this feeling of accomplishment. You, you're about to graduate. Uh, you, you've endured a, you know, all these years and you're, you're finally about to graduate. You can see the end in sight so there's nothing that can get you down. You got this. You're gonna keep persevering. You're gonna keep pushing because you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But the problem that we have is not in beginnings. Right. Come on, we start a new diet every Monday. <laughs> it's not at the end. It's somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere between here and there. And the reason why I think a lot of people struggle in the middle is because you cannot see where you started. And you cannot see where you're going to finish. And so you're sitting in the middle and all you begin to see because things get difficult in the middle. Things get a little rough. In the middle, it's, and you notice this: that the wind and the waves weren't a big deal in the beginning. It was in the middle that they began to struggle. It was in the middle that they began to have difficulty. Here's the thing: that I think that a lot of the devil won't mess with you in the beginning. He knows you can turn around and go back. He, he wants to get you in the middle because when you get in the middle and there's a struggle, all you see is wind and waves and pain and discouragement. And in the middle is where shipwrecks happen. Because people throw in the towel, people give up. And the reason why is because they, they have this question that keeps going over and over and over again in their mind is, will I make it Come on. Come on. or am I forever stuck? in the middle and I don't know where you're at today and the truth is is every one of us maybe maybe you're in a good season but every one of us are probably in the middle somewhere you know sometimes here's the thing is is that you might not be in the middle uh, like somebody else is but you're in the middle of your marriage you're somewhere in the middle of raising kids and you're wondering where these heathens came from You're somewhere in the middle of your career. You're somewhere in the middle with your finances. Yeah, yeah, come on. You're somewhere in the middle and you're struggling. And the deal is, is that here, here's what's amazing, is that nobody around you knows. Yeah, come on. Because you've gotten really good at hiding it. Yeah, come on. Oh, you're really good at hiding your middle. Come on, you suck it in in all the right time? I'm just kidding. You know, you you see pictures of people and they're in their bathing suits and they're like I'm like, "Dude, come on. Don't hide your middle from me, dude." But here's the thing is is that you struggle in the middle and and, and nobody knows that you're struggling because you smile at the right times. You laugh at the jokes. You say all the right things. People ask you, are you okay? You say, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's great. Yeah, it's, it's just peachy. You do everything is right and everything is in place. But here's the thing is that at night when the lights are out and you're by yourself and there's no one to put a front on for right, come on. and your spouse is asleep, your kids are asleep, no one's calling you, you're not on your phone, you begin to weep because you're struggling in the middle. You're struggling in the middle. And I love this because it says this, that Jesus looked out and he saw them struggling in the middle. And I don't know what your middle is, but if you're struggling in the middle, I want you to know that there's a God who sees you. There's a God who looks upon you and there's a God who cares about you and there's a God who sees you. And here's the thing is, is he's not just going to stand by and do Nothing. Can I tell you four things? Here's the thing is, is that I wish I could preach a message that would completely get rid of all your problems. The truth is I can't. But I pray today and I hope today that I can preach a message that will encourage you. That while you're in the middle, that I can encourage you. You know, I was getting ready and I'm in summer at the church and so I can preach anything I want. And when you tell a preacher he can preach anything he wants, he goes, what? What am I gonna preach? I got a whole Bible. And I began to pray about it and this scripture came up my quiet time. And I just felt like God said this. There's someone struggling in the middle. And I don't know who you are and I don't know what you're struggling with and I don't know what's going on in your life. But I know this, that there's, one person that I may be preaching to. Everybody else in here may be good. You got everything together. But I came to talk to someone who's struggling in the middle. Can I give you four things that I think that will help you while you're in the middle? Number one, remind yourself why you started in the first place. When you're struggling in the middle, you need to remind yourself why you started in the first place. You know, I think the disciples probably kept doing this. Jesus told us to get to the other side. And I think it's so important for us when we're struggling to remind ourselves why we started in the first place. You know, uh, I don't know about y'all, but I am not a runner. It seems like every time I run, I injure myself. Like, I come in with new aches and pains and I'm not sure what's going on. Like my knees hurt, my back hurts. I'm like, anything this painful is not good for you. I quit. (laughs) My wife is a runner. She loves to run. And it's amazing to me. She'll like come in and she's bebopping in and I'm like, hey, where'd you been? She's like, oh, I just ran nine miles. And I'm like, awesome, good for you, overachiever. (laughs) I got out of bed and went to the bathroom. (laughs) Yay, me. And she's, drink, she's drinking coffee with me and she's like, oh my gosh, this morning the sunrise was so beautiful. The trees were waving in the breeze, the cows were mooing, grass was green and I'm running along with my friend and we're having this amazing conversation. I'm like, you're having a conversation while you're running? No, I do not have conversations When I'm running, I I can't hardly breathe when I'm running. And you're carrying on a full-length conversation? Like, I got headphones in with heavy metal, like, get me through this! Like (laughs) The only conversation I'm going to have is with a guy who has a car that can take me home. Come on, that's the only conversation in the middle of running. But I, for some reason, had a momentary lapse of judgment and decided that I wanted to run a half marathon. Now, if if you've never ran a half marathon, it's a long way. It's a long way, and I know you're thinking 13.1 miles—that's like nothing. Yep, yeah, go run it. Then come back and tell me it's nothing. And, uh, but, but anyway, so I decided I'm going to run a half marathon. So I start training. I'm doing all, doing all the things. I'm fighting through the aches and pains. It's going to be good. I sign up for it. And of all days that I sign up for it, come on, this big boy signs up for it on Thanksgiving day. I'm supposed to be eating turkey and dressing, y'all. I ain't supposed to be running. But uh, I decided, okay, we're gonna, I'm, I'm going to do this thing and we're going to run and it's going to be awesome. And Crystal signs up with me and Jimmy's running with me. He didn't even train. <laughs> People like that make me sick. But uh, anyways, and so, you know, I take we get to the starting line and man, it is awesome. I mean, there's all of these people. We're in this big group. It's massive. It's awesome. It's good. And then we take off and everything is going smooth. But somewhere in the middle, I hit what, I didn't know what everybody was talking about, but I hit it. It's called the wall. And the wall is a voice it says stop running dummy <laughs> he has a very aggressive voice <laughs> and i'm running along and everything in me is screaming stop running What do you, I mean, my hips hurt, my back hurts, everything in me is aching and I have pain. And so what I did was, is everything was wanting me to stop, but I just, then I started talking to myself. Crystal's running beside me and I start talking, but I'm acting like I'm talking to her, like I'm encouraging her. I'm like, come on, babe, we're going to do this. We're going to make this. She's over there like, yeah, we're going to make it like, this is my normal jog. I'm like, we're going to do this. Come on. We got this. You're going, we're, we're going to earn that. We're going to earn that medal. And I'm talking, I, man, I'm going to earn that pumpkin pie. Come on. I'm going to do, and I began to talk to myself. And here's the thing is, is what I was doing was reminding myself of why I started to begin with. And here's the thing is a lot of you are in a situation and you're struggling and you're somewhere in the middle and you've hit a wall and everything around you is saying, you need to stop. You need to throw in the towel. You need to quit right now but i'm here to tell you you need to go home and you need to remind yourself why you started to begin with why you said i do why you had those kids why you went back to school come on why you started eating right why everybody struggles in the middle it's in the middle we have the problem it's in the middle That we struggle, and when here's the thing is that when you remind yourself of why you started, it will keep you going long after your want to quits. When you remind yourself why you started to begin with, it will keep you going long after want to quits. Some of you need to go home, and you need to write down. I I just I want to. I'm going to remind myself of why I did this. I'm going to remind myself why I took that job. I'm going to remind myself. And day by day in the middle of your struggle, remind yourself why you started in the first place. Number two. If you're struggling in the middle, you need to remember this. Don't go through the middle alone. Here's what's amazing. Is that in this text we see the disciples in a boat... In the middle. And they're struggling. But they're struggling together. They're not struggling by themselves. They're in the boat. They're in the middle. Struggling together. You know, I have a dog named Rosie. And uh, Rosie is a Chawinie. She's a little bitty. She's only about four pounds, and she is my dog. I, I, she loves me. For some reason, she loves me, and she follows me everywhere. Uh, one time, I, well, I had a friend over, and I guess they had never seen Rosie, because she's usually hiding in the closet somewhere when people are over. And, and uh, they never seen Rosie, and he, she comes around the corner, and my friend goes, oh, my gosh, you got a rat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's Rosie. He goes, "I've never seen that dog before." I'm like, "Yeah, she's pretty easy to miss." Uh, I had another friend, uh, we were out of town and I had him my best friend. He he went over to check on uh Rosie. I said, "Hey, go over and check on my dog, let her out." He's like, "Okay." And um so he goes over and he calls me. He said, "Hey man, there's something wrong with your dog." I said, "I'm like, concerned. I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong with the dog?" And I, he goes, "Man, I don't know." Uh, it's running around on three legs because she, she runs with one, one leg up all the time. I don't know what it is. He's like, she runs around on three legs and every time I bend down to pick her up, she pees everywhere. And I said, no, that's completely normal. <laughs> that's Rosie. She's got a lot, she's a little bit territorial. She's got a lot of bad traits, but she's got some good traits. She's, she's a good dog. You know, I, I love Rosie. But you know, one thing that Rosie... Uh, hates is she hates storms. Anytime a storm comes in of any kind, she starts shaking. Like, I mean, she is trembling and she is afraid and she is terrified. But one thing that she does, it doesn't matter what's going on around her. It doesn't matter what's happening. It doesn't matter what's going on in the room. When a storm comes in, Rosie finds someone to sit with. And you know, the thing is, is I think that that's so important for us to understand that you don't have to go through a storm alone. Yeah, storms are a little scary. Storms are a little terrifying. We don't know what the outcome's gonna be, but the thing is, is that you don't have to go through it alone. Now here the disciples are, they're in the middle and they're struggling and one's on one side struggling and one's on the other side struggling, but they're struggling and they're, they're getting through it together. And you know what? I think that church is a lot that way. Church isn't a bunch of people coming together, acting like they got it all together, that nothing stinks around them, that everything is perfect in their lives, that nothing is wrong. No, it's a bunch of people coming coming together saying this you know what i've got a little bit of things going on i've got some issues in my life i've got some struggles i've got some i don't have my act together and you come together and you say you know what i'm going to keep struggling i'm going to keep going through this we're going to keep rowing we're going to keep pushing you know here's the thing is we love community groups and we love dream team because we want you to come in and be open and honest and say you know what i'm struggling i got issues If you came to this church looking for perfect people, you might as well go to another church. It was messed up as soon as you walked in. That's why we say come as you are. The reason why is because we understand that you get around other people that come as they are and we all have different struggles and we all have different things, but we know this, that as long as we're together, we can push through the middle. Yeah, come on. We can get through the middle. Go ahead. You know, I love James five sixteen. It says this. It says this. Admit your faults to one another and pray for one another so that you can be healed. Admit your faults to one another and pray for one another so that you can be healed. You know, here's the thing is, is, I think that a lot of people come into church thinking that God is looking for, some, for behavior modification. And that's not what God's looking for. God's looking for healing. And the reason why, and, and the way that He gets healing to you, the way you, some of you, you keep struggling in the middle. And the biggest lie that you could ever believe is you've got to go through it alone. Oh, nobody else has that problem in this church nobody else struggles with that addiction nobody else has a potty mouth nobody else does those things nobody else watches rated r movie come on somebody really that's that's the biggest lie of the enemy Nobody else has those issues, and what he wants you to do is he wants to isolate you and keep you by yourself because he knows that if you get around somebody else that's struggling in the middle, and if you are ever open and honest and say, "You know what? I've got I've got some struggles in my life. I'm struggling in my marriage. I'm struggling in my finances. I'm struggling with my job." I'm struggling. and you get open and honest. He knows this that God will come in and he'll heal you. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. I want you to remember this that isolation will kill you. But vulnerability will heal you. Yeah, so just coming in and saying I'm I'm a little messed up. I'm a little jacked up. You just be vulnerable and open. Number 3. Getting some out of this? Golly, time goes by quick. I got to hurry. Number three, remember that God does his greatest miracles in the middle. God does his greatest miracles in the middle. You know, here the disciples are, they're struggling in the middle. They're straining. They're rowing against the wind because it's against them. And all of a sudden they see something amazing. Jesus comes walking to them on water. Now what you need to know is, is that a lot of people had seen Jesus walking. In fact, it says this, that he was just dismissing a multitude. A lot of people had been touched by Jesus. A lot of people had talked to Jesus. But but there's only a handful of people that were struggling in the middle that saw the God that walks on water. There was only a handful of people that were struggling in the middle that saw God do make the impossible possible. There's only a handful of people that were struggling in the middle that heard God speak in the middle of their struggle. See, here's the thing, is you need to understand that God does his best work in the middle of whatever you're struggling with. Here, here it was in the middle of a war that God showed up and helped David kill Goliath. It was in the middle of a desert, in the middle of an exodus that God parted the Red Sea. It was in the middle of a wedding that Jesus turned water into wine. It was in the middle of a funeral that Jesus raised the dead. It was in the middle of a crowd where he healed a woman with an issue of blood. I want you to know that we serve a God who does his best work in the middle. He does this, and I know you're sitting around going, man, I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like I don't know if I'm going to make it. Can I just tell you that in a moment, God can show up and get into your boat, and all of a sudden, everything changes? Yes. Thank you. I don't know what your middle is, but I serve a God who can show up in the middle. The last thing, and I'm done. Whatever you do, don't quit in the middle. Whatever you do, don't quit in the middle. You know, I think this, everybody wants to quit sometimes. Everybody wants to throw in the towel sometimes. Here's the deal is, uh, I love this because if you don't know who John Wesley was, John Wesley was an amazing uh, uh, evangelist. He led a lot of people to, I mean, he brought about a great reformation and he did some amazing things. But uh, we look at great men of God like that and we think there's no struggle. We think that, oh, you know, you got the super Christians in your life and you think, oh, they never struggle. They never have issues. They, 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 everything is perfect in their life. But the truth is, is that everyone does struggle at some time. John Wesley was a, a great preacher and led many people to Jesus. And out of his own diary, he writes this about his struggle in the middle. It's really long, but I'm not going to read very much of it, just a little bit. It says this, Sunday, May 5th morning preached at St. Anne's, was asked not to come back Sunday May 5th evening preached at St. John's deacon said get out and stay out that's encouraging Sunday May 12th morning preached in St. Jude's can't go back there either Sunday May 19th in the morning I preached in the street, and I was kicked out of the street. Sunday, May 26th, you think it's going to get better? No, morning. I preached in a meadow. They kicked me out of the street, they kicked me out of the church. I was just preaching in a meadow. I was run out of the meadow because they turned a bull loose in the middle of service. I love this. Sunday, June 2nd, p.m., I preached in a pasture. 10,000 people came to hear me. See, here's the thing is is that everyone struggles in the middle. Everyone. Don't let the enemy lie to you for a moment and say that they don't. Cuz everyone struggles in the middle. And the fact that John Wesley had a struggle in the middle, but he kept pushing, he kept pressing he kept saying, "God, I feel like you put this on my heart. This is my call. I'm going to keep going, even when nobody else seems to want to hear me. I'm going to keep preaching the gospel, even if nobody shows up. I'm going to keep doing it. And because of that, thousands of people heard the gospel of Jesus and were forever changed. Here's the thing: is that because the disciples didn't quit in the middle of the sea and they kept pressing on, they got Jesus to the other side and they saw signs and wonders and miracles. Can I tell you something? I know that you're in the middle of the sea and it seems like there's struggle it seems like there's pain it seems like there's difficulty and everything in you is saying you need to quit you need to throw in the towel you need to give up but can I tell you that on the other side of this struggle there's a victory there's something greater God has something planned for you and if you just keep pushing if you just keep pressing you're going to see something greater in the beginning we struggled in the middle planting this church and it's hard to plant a church and still we have struggles still there's difficulty when i struggle in the middle i remind myself of the victories that i have from past struggles i remind myself of people in this church that lives have been changed because of me but because of god Remind myself of marriages that have been restored like Brandon and Misty Dennison. Remind myself of a, an incredible man right now serving in our children's department who came into this church and came up to me and he said, listen, my wife likes God, this God thing. I'm an atheist. I'm gonna come and bring her to church just because she likes to be here. And I said, cool, come as you are. And coming in and hearing the gospel, somewhere in the middle, he surrendered his life to Jesus. And week after week, he's in our children's department telling people about Jesus. Can I tell you, on the other side of the struggle, there's victory on the other side. Don't you quit on your marriage, don't you quit on your kids. Don't you quit on your job. Don't you quit. You keep pressing because on the other side of it, mm-hmm. God has great victory for you. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You're in this place, you're struggling in the middle. feels like the winds and the waves are against you lord right now for every person here that's struggling in the middle god i know that there's more than i even probably think lord i just pray right now for strength god the bible says that the joy of the lord is our strength lord i pray that you would strengthen your people Lord, there's been a voice whispering to quit, to give up, to throw in the towel. God, I pray that they would stop listening to that voice and they would listen to your voice that says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Lord, I thank you for every one of these people, Lord. There's some of them that they're gonna go home and they're gonna write down and remind themselves of why they started to begin with. It's gonna give them strength. God, there's some people here that are going to go home and they're going to find somebody that they can just be open and honest with and be vulnerable and say, you know what, I'm struggling in the middle. And they're going to be healed. God, some people are going to remember that God does his best work in the middle. And they're going to start expecting a miracle. They're going to start expecting unexpected finances. They're going to start expecting everything to turn around. They're going to start expecting promotion. But God, every one of us, Lord, I pray we won't quit. We won't give up in the middle. In Jesus' name. At The Church RC, we aim to help you encounter Jesus. If this ministry has blessed you in any way and you'd like to contribute financially, you can go online to thechurchrc.com slash giving. If you have a story to share about how God is moving in your life, send us an email at amen at thechurchrc.com.